it did what it had to do. It did what, honestly, I didn't think it would be able to. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. And welcome to the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. My name's Emma. I'm Tilly. And today we are talking about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Hit theaters earlier this month. We saw it maybe an hour before recording this episode. If that, yeah. So we are full of Black Panther energy. We got lots to say about it. And we hope you are along for the ride. So where do we find ourselves in this new Black Panther movie? Well, the royals of Wakanda and the Dora Milaje are fighting to protect Wakanda from intervening threats after the death of King T'Challa. They list the help of some characters from the first Black Panther, as well as some new Marvel heroes that we've been waiting quite a long time for. That's all I'm going to say about the plot. Spoiler alert, huge spoiler alert from here on out. If you haven't seen Black Panther Wakanda forever, or you haven't heard who's in it, who's getting introduced, who is definitely going to have a Marvel series coming up soon, you have been warned. And now let us try travel back to Wakanda. Tilly, what are we giving this movie out of 10? What is our rating? I am going to give it a solid eight. Oh, I am going to give it a solid seven. I'm happy to meet in the middle. So okay. 7.5. 7.5. Let's yes. It was quite good overall. There were some things that I loved about it. There were some things I wasn't so crazy about. I did like that director Ryan Coogler was back. Of course, Chadwick Boseman is not with us to reprise his role. Like honestly, this episode goes out to his family and everyone who worked with him, supported him, knew him personally, because that was a tremendous loss, as we all know. And you felt it in this movie right from the very, very beginning. It threw you right into the action where T'Challa was sick and dying. Yeah, with within the first five minutes, it was T'Challa mm-hmm. is unstable. His heart rate is dropping. T'Challa's gone. Yeah. And that was heavy. I'm I honestly I am glad that they threw us right into that. It definitely set the tone mm-hmm. hard right away and set it well. Right. And they didn't have to rely on any implication that he was still there or or any CGI work to create the illusion that he was still mm-hmm. there in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I, I had kind of thought that like I knew for sure they weren't going to show a 3D print of his face or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that. That would have been yeah uncouth they could have and i also thought that they would have done like a little cgi something of just the suit yeah very easy to have someone else in that That too but i'm still very glad they didn't do that yeah it was ballsy but i'm glad that they opened Mm -hmm. the movie the way it did and then we had the marvel studios all t'challa no like spider-man rocket groot Mm -hmm. it was just all t'challa no music and then once we got the marvel studios it changed from red to purple the color scheme Mm -hmm. and that was a very nice tribute as well like you could tell that the tribute to Chadwick Boseman, his impact on the MCU and the character T'Challa and the Black Panther were everywhere in mm-hmm. this film. I really liked that they didn't take advantage of that to push the emotional connection that we as an audience and we as fans of his work and of the character have. They didn't push it to the point where it was abused. We mourned as well as celebrated. I like Chadwick that it started Boseman. and ended yes. on remorse mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And, and all that. Yeah, and, and, all and flashbacks as well. Like we saw his yeah. face. Mm-hmm. 
it was just heavy. Yeah. It was just and so like heavy. you said, celebration as well. Like yes. that opening funeral whole yeah, thing. Yeah. It's so interesting that like Western cultures, tributes to those who have passed on are so different. Like it's very somber. I find like Eastern cultures and in the South Americas as well sometimes, it's very mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. like there's a time to be sad and to mourn and then we're just going to celebrate this person. And mm-hmm. you felt that throughout the entire movie as well. And it was very interesting how the story of the first one added to the tribute. One of the huge things that happened in the first movie was the heart-shaped herbs were all burnt. So we had that beautiful imagery of the dead plants. Mm -hmm. And then Shuri made a synthetic heart-shaped herb and we get that beating heart again. And she becomes, she takes on the mantle of the Black Panther and she becomes an extension of her brother. Yeah. And I like that you used the word mantle as well, Mm -hmm. because that's like a whole conflict between Shuri and Ramonda. Mm -hmm. I wasn't trying to make the herb for the mantle. I was trying to, for the brother, but it's like fair. Like Shuri is the younger sibling, Mm -hmm. doesn't quite fully understand the gravity of what it means to be a royalty and B, more importantly, the Black Panther. Right. Struggle and like just constant arguing, even after she takes the herb and sees Killmonger and then later sees Ramonda Mm -hmm. in just like a split second, had literally one sentence spoken to her Mm -hmm. from her mother and it was enough to snap her right out of Killmonger's like vengeance and all that. The way they worked Killmonger back into the plot, expertly done, because I really wondered when I heard Michael B. Jordan was going to be part of it. A statement made that he was just going to lead our hero. We didn't even know that the movie was solely going to be like it was going to be Shiri who was the main character. We thought maybe it was Ironheart. Maybe Killmonger comes back. Like we didn't know. We didn't know. And the way that they stated it in the very early stages which was really all I read because I didn't want to spoil too much was he was going to be in the ancestral plane guiding our hero. And I didn't know what that meant. I was like, is this going to be like an anti-hero situation? Is mm-hmm. he going to mislead our hero? But I'm really impressed with the way that they worked him back in. Well there. done. And you already mentioned Angela Bassett. I want to say this. Yes. Shuri is the Black Panther. This movie was about Shuri, right. period. However, Angela Bassett was the star of yeah, this movie. Yeah, Without Ramonda, question. Amazing. Without question. I loved, like, I think my favorite scene in this entire movie was when Okoye was going back to Wakanda to report what had happened, that Shuri was missing, and... <laughs> Queen Mother just claws came out and she was just like, I have lost everything. And Mm -hmm. then that was mirrored in a scene with Shuri later. Yeah. Those two scenes were so good. Every time someone said something that pissed her off, she would go. She would do the finger. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Yeah. One, two, three, four. (laughs) Stand up. Oh, intimidating. Yeah. (laughs) Mama Panther. There's acting and then there's performing. I feel like Angela Bassett. She has the ability to command a screen so well. She's one of those actors that could do exactly what you just said, like do the one, two, three, four with her fingers against her other hand, stand up, even walk around the room a bit, and you would still be completely captivated without her saying a single word. There's very few times in life where I've had this sensation. I don't know if this is like a thing or it's just me, Mm -hmm. but anytime there's been like really loud yelling and it's like someone that's like clearly tip top of the food chain, whatever the food chain is, when that person starts yelling Uh especially when that person is usually very quiet pretty calm like very wise like very just or very happy yeah just like very composed all the time yeah as soon as that switch is flicked it feels like the floor just goes and you're floating (laughs) the shame wizard is yeah for real so when i'm not even in the room Uh and angela bassett stands up right and starts going at okoye i I was like i feel what okoye (laughs) is feeling right now right i felt like i was okoye but like five years old yeah it literally makes you feel like you're an infant yeah yeah she she nailed that motherly Mm -hmm. it's love but it's also rage yeah 
She's just breathtaking. That's your favorite scene? Oh, for sure. My favorite scene is the earlier scene with mm-hmm. Ramonda. They're all in Switzerland and they're talking about, oh, why aren't you sharing your resources? Mm-hmm. You said you would. And then she's like, we as Wakanda do not share our vibranium, not because of the dangerous potential of it, but because of the dangerous potential of you. And then she stands up and starts just bringing receipts. Yep. <laughs> and it's just like, let's go. Like, yeah, you want to talk? Let's too. talk. Mm-hmm. Brings in the mercenaries. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. That seems to be the Wakandan way. They're very diplomatic, but if you put one toe out of line... Cut it off. Yeah, goodbye. Throw it on the floor, burn it, eat it. Stomp it. <laughs> put it into the herb mixture. <laughs> yeah. How did we feel about the introduction of Ironheart, who is going to get a series on Disney Plus later? Frankly, kind of lackluster. I thought so as well. I think I would have appreciated her more if she was in it less. Agreed. I feel like she was kind of shoehorned in mm-hmm. I just felt to introduce same. her, which is... Like, I get it. They needed Shuri and her to be down there alone. Right. And then she was the bargaining tool, essentially. Yeah. I felt like she was very much needed in that, like, first half. Mm -hmm. Did we need a reveal of the Ironheart suit in this movie? How'd she make it so quick? Right. Also, the fact that she's not even going to have it anymore. They took Baymax away from her. (laughs) Straight up. (laughs) If the whole thing is about her life, why is she on the front lines? Granted, I will say... She kicked ass. She did. She did. And <laughs> like big time. Yeah. Dominique Thorne is doing a really good job. I really yeah, liked her. Yeah. She's super charismatic. I felt the same way about her as I did Kamala, Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like just this very young, fresh, enthusiastic fresh. talent. That's a good word. Yeah. Fresh. Yeah. That being said, I am interested to see where it goes. Yes. I, f- I feel like I had these feelings, like the feeling that she was shoehorned into the later half of the movie because it was forced in her own series where she is the main character. She is going to shine. hundred percent. So that makes me very hopeful for the Ironheart series. I also think she had great chemistry with the entire cast. Absolutely. Can I help? And Ramona's like, come, come, come. Yeah. Like, help, help. That, to me, so I was cute. like, that just solidified the relation between mm-hmm. these two. Like, that is now Ramonda's yes, daughter. Yes, yes. And Shuri's sister. Speaking of Shuri, wow. Holy smokes. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that she was a side character who had to step up and be the star of this movie. They were, Congratulations. Yeah, very, very fortunate to have Leticia Wright in that role because mm-hmm. she is so captivating not only did she have to be a great actor but had to be the black panther yes after chadwick yeah which means also being very athletic and it's a very demanding role physically and mentally i'm sure and emotionally as well because it it must be hard as much as it felt good for all these people to step back in these roles and celebrate chadwick and do this wonderful beautiful tribute to him it must have been so hard it could have been easy to just walk away just say no i can't do it Mm -hmm. but they all came back and they all came back with raw emotion and i feel like that was a theme for a lot of these characters that they just had not that they had to step up or were expected to step up but they just did. Mm-hmm. Ramonda had to be the queen again mm-hmm. with no king by her side. Mm-hmm. It was just her. Shiri stepped up to the Black Panther. Uh, even M'Baku. Even M'Baku, like, yeah. Yeah, like, let's, like, let Jabari land be the, right. the hideaway. Yeah, he was know? a great support character, especially for Shiri when she lost everybody. Yeah. He was right there. It was very easy to latch on to that, I'm angry, I want to feel the world burn, because we actually have gotten so much of that in both film and television lately. Like, yeah. it was very reminiscent of Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon. Like, we've seen a lot of these poor women who just like lose everything Shiri says it she wants to watch the world burn wow 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 yeah that uh, <laughs> the scene where she meets Killmonger mm-hmm. in the in the throne room yeah and then she starts yelling and it just goes up in, in flame. flames I was like yeah. oh that oh. was so cool <laughs> it was that was a Oh, man. I mean, just visually, Mm -hmm. this movie is extremely striking. Yeah, such a strong movie in Marvel's Phase 4. Definitely a pillar of strength within the MCU right now. Have you noticed that all the characters, uh, minus Chadwick, 
and M'Baku, who we mentioned very briefly, have all been women. This movie was woman power and not just woman power, black women in power. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't forced. It was just women kicking ass. Yeah. I like that it was not, was it Endgame? I guess. Yeah. Endgame. Mm-hmm. Where they all like line up yeah. to fight Proxima Midnight or whatever. Yeah. At that point, I'm like, one of you would suffice. <laughs> like <laughs> right. we don't like the fact that we're taking an entire team yeah. away from the rest of the battle uh-huh. just to fight one yeah. person. I was like, that yeah, it kind of missed no the mark there. Sense, and it was just cheesy. Mm-hmm. This this was not. It was just like, let's kick ass. <laughs> yeah, just straight to business. Yeah, and women supporting each other also yes. very important. It wasn't a power struggle. The ensemble of Ramonda, Shuri, Okoye. Ironheart, Okoye, Nakia, Annika. Well, the, the entire Dora Milaje. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was very well done. Mm-hmm. I very much appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, the big baddie. How do we feel about him? I think Namor is perhaps, sorry, Kukulkan is perhaps the best villain we've seen since I'm going to say Loki. You know what? I'm going to bump my score up. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it, it a nine. I'm going to give it a straight up nine. <laughs> there there was some issues and I'll get to those when we start talking about yeah. them. But here, I'll say this. No Marvel villain has sent a chill down my spine, mm. except for these freaking fish people. Who just like get up. Even just that beginning where they find the machine, mm. attack the people, and, they and then that, they start like, singing. Siren call. <laughs> that was scary. I'm not gonna I was lie. legitimately like, hell no. Like, are you kidding me? They don't die. <laughs> they can breathe underwater. They can make you jump into the water <laughs> yeah. and they ride on whales. They ride whales. Like they got water bombs. Yeah, like I water just bombs. they created the sun underneath, <laughs> underneath the, the ocean. <laughs> Terrifying. Terrifying. I thought the whole invasion of the Wakandan capital was super cool. So scary. I love to hate that power play. This is what we have done and we will do 10 times worse. Go bury your dead and then we're going to be frigging back. That's why I like (laughs) Namor as a villain. Yeah. However, there was a moment during the final battle where I was watching and I was in it into it and then I got taken out and then I was in and then I got taken out again. Mind you, we were AVX theater in the D-Box. So it's very hard to take you out of a D-Box because mm-hmm. you are moving. Yeah, you, you are the camera. <laughs> you are the camera. <laughs> so as I was going in and out and in and out, I thought, you know what? I feel like I was more invested in the civil war of Wakanda than I am in this nation against nation. That's fair. And I think that's what put the first Black Panther higher than Wakanda forever for me. Personal opinion. Top three include both Black Panthers. Yeah, okay. Just, it's just good. It's just good. It's just good. One of the other issues, though, that I did have with Wakanda Forever is just that there was so much going on all the time. Like, we were constantly flipping between different countries, some of them for no reason. When Wormondo went to meet with Namor, and they were just, like, in a new place. Why couldn't he have just gone to Wakanda? Well, I guess they didn't need a neutral space. Mm. But why did they have to? I don't know. It was just a weird choice that they also disclosed that area. I see what you're saying. Like, it it wasn't important Yeah, like, who cares where they were? Like it was just a lot of information. Also, did we need to know that... I don't even know his name. Martin Freeman, his character. Mm-hmm. Did we need to know that he was running in a forest in Virginia? Yeah. It was already a lot of information and a lot of location switching. And like, okay, now we're on this character. Now we're on this character. And then to add all these locations that you have to keep in the back of your mind, it was just a lot. It was an information overload, to be honest. I, one could even argue that the United States and Defontaine 
Like, mm-hmm. didn't need to be involved. Do we know that, though? Because she does have a series coming up. Well, So I mean, does it become thing. important? We'll see. I feel like there was just a lot of different segmented scenes. But, but we do have to also consider they had to make sure that they were doing an adequate tribute to Chadwick Boseman, as well as giving us all the information that we needed in this movie yeah. to move forward. Delicate balance. Mm-hmm. I think it could have been refined a little bit more. And that's really the root of any qualm I had with this movie. Overall, still did a fantastic job. I think uh, the main component of what takes it from a 10 to a 9 for me mm-hmm. was some of the CGI. When you have CGI that is as incredibly beautiful as Telecon, right. mind-blowing CGI that they had to do on the fish people yep. looked great as well. All the technology, very immersive for sure. Except for those dumb-looking suits. Oh, the Midnight Angels? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about them. On that final fight, big fight scene. There was a moment where there's just a lot of cuts, which, you know, I get it because there is a lot. High action. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to. It's hard to make it perfect. <laughs> I know, which is why I'm saying like, you know, credit to where it's due because a lot of the other stuff was great. The f- I thought the fight scene between Namor and Shuri was great. Like they really just dialed it up to 11 and I think it was credits where it's due. I want to give it a 10. You're like itching to give it a 10. <laughs> but there's, there, but there's, there's, there's issues. Room, there's room for improvement. There's definitely room for improvement. Yeah. It's just so interesting what we thought would happen. And where we ended up, because I remember when we were doing, I believe it was the Black Panther retroactive love episode. It was just announced that there was going to be a second Black Panther. And we were like, what if this person's here? What if we get Falcon and the Winter Soldier because they're both involved? We are going to get Ironheart. That's exciting. I wonder if this is going to happen. I wonder if that's going to happen. Are they going to even address T'Challa's death? Who's going to step up? We predicted so many things and none of them happened. Not a single thing. (laughs) I thought White Wolf was going to make an appearance. Right? Yeah, exactly. I thought they were going to be like, oh, hey, we're having troubles. Uh, We own your arm, so come (laughs) help us. Right, exactly. (laughs) So it's just interesting the pace that that the MCU is moving right now. It seems to be, as much as I'm saying there was so much in this movie, so many different plot lines and locations and all that, what we expected was so much more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think they did really make the right move in not introducing too many characters and not having it be like an Avengers 2.0, like a Captain America Civil War kind mm-hmm. of idea where there was just a lot of different characters. I think they introduced the right amount. Yeah. Don't listen to us. <laughs> But it would have been nice to see other characters and actors that we are familiar with pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman. But I, yeah. I think that's that could still happen. Well, I guess they all know he's dead. Do they? So, well, so it's now it's on the news. Yeah. <laughs> but also the way the MCU is going, they like to poke fun at so many things. It could just be like a Shuri drops from the sky and they're like, who the hell are you? Yeah. <laughs> T'Challa has a sister? <laughs> I can see it. Yeah, yes, I was there the whole time. <laughs> I'm the guy that had vision on my table? Oh, <laughs> oh <yeah>. right, right. <laughs> I gave you your arm. <laughs> oh. Colonizers. <laughs> I love that they refer to... Uh, Agent Ross. Agent Ross as a colonizer. It's so funny. I, lo- I just love the chemistry of the whole yes. cast, really. Amazing chemistry. Even white boy. I-, I think if I were to watch it again with managed expectations, I'll focus way more on feeling for Chadwick and that immense loss because he is one of my favorite actors so i can't talk about it too much or else i'll suffice to say the single loose tissue that i had in my pocket did not get me very far (laughs) because this movie made me cry in the first five minutes from 7.5 to 9 wherever you want to rate it it's one hell of a movie and you know what i don't think they will have another mcu movie like this because where will you be in the same situation where you had such a beacon of light as your main character, lead to such tremendous loss and you're able to use that but not exploit it. That's a delicate balance. Yeah. So it's a very unique situation and I'm glad they handled it in the way that they did. Like I have a lot of respect for this movie. Mm -hmm. And that's more than I can say for perhaps some of the movies that I would rate higher. What a good movie. What a good movie. What an amazing man.
uh, yeah, I feel like we should end it on that note. Yeah. Chadwick's yeah. Chadwick's is just Chadwick just is, Chadwick. Chadwick is Chadwick. Movie's really good. It did what it had to do. It did what honestly I didn't think it would be able to. Mm-hmm. That again adds to this beautiful, unique experience. With all that being said, I think it is time to wrap up this episode. Highly recommend seeing Black Panther in the theaters if you can. If you're thinking of waiting for Disney Plus, don't. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're on the fence, definitely just go. Go on, just go go. on the cheap day the for cheap whatever day, your movie yeah. theater cheap day is. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, this has been the Geek Squared Show, show where we talk about the things that we talk about. Thank you for listening. Below in the description, you can find all of our socials if you would like to get some behind-the-scenes footage, reminders on new episodes, and some more of us. Also, below you can find the link to our Buy Me Coffee if you would like to fund the chaos. We are heading into our final three episodes for this season. I can't believe it. This season has just flown by. Next episode, we will be talking about Sandman, Rings of Power, and House of the Dragon. Perhaps in that order, perhaps not in that order. But if you're watching any of those, or all of those, make sure you finish them up. If you haven't watched any of them, that's all right, too. Have a moment of silence for Chadwick Boseman today, and have a great day. It's just good. Put that on t-shirt. <laughs> it's just Black good. Black Panda. Black Panda. <laughs> Black Panda. Black Panda. <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs>